Get Up with Jason Jules. The manager of the RFS for our Rana region, Lyndon Wyland. How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm really good. How are you guys this morning? Well, yeah, thank good. you. Busy now- for you, by the way, isn't it? Yeah, we've uh, we've had a, a busy uh, two or three weeks, I suppose, with the firstly with the Wollaman uh, Section 44, and then running into a day like yesterday. Uh, I've been in the game for many, many years, yep. and uh, I haven't uh, I haven't uh, I haven't had to uh, uh, manage fires on a day any worse than what it was yesterday. So uh, yeah, we're, I, I believe due to. Uh, some very, very quick responses by our Arana volunteers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the reason we're not in, uh, in, tr- in trouble at the moment and still got big fires burning. All the fires we had yesterday are all now contained uh, through the good work of our and, and quick response of our volunteers. Yes, we are very lucky to have volunteers and very grateful as well too for volunteers putting their lives on the line to keep us all safe. So a massive thank you uh, to them. Uh, Lyndon, do have to speak to you about... I guess what homes in Dubbo and surrounding areas can do to prepare for um, you know the fire season that it is. Yeah, look, um, preparation for a fire season should start you know in the springtime and making sure that we don't get long vegetation uh, uh, growing around our house. Just keep it down to 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 try and uh, prepare our our house the day before. Uh, an event like yesterday is just too late. We mm-hmm. need to be planning. We need to be planning better, keeping the lawns mowed, the yards mowed, making sure that on days like uh, yesterday we're not out slashing, grinding, mowing, doing anything that's likely to cause an ignition. Um, and of course, the uh, the, the uh, we should always keep the, the leaves out of the gutters because if you get embers up into the gutters and it gets the leaves on on uh, fire, that's going to go up into the uh, ceiling of your house. Next thing you know, your house is fully yeah. engulfed in fire. So there's lots and lots of things that the, the public need to do. Yes, we can uh, we can try and, and protect your property as best we can, but those little things, just those little things, make a big difference because if you've got your property well prepared and I can safely send a tanker into your in to protect your home, mm-hmm. I'll do it. But if you haven't prepared your property, I'm not going to send firefighters in there and risk their lives if it's not going to be safe. So you need to make sure that we've got a good area, we can put the truck, our firefighters are not going to get burnt, you're not going to get burnt, yep. and we can help protect your property. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Lyndon, there is a, a, fire, a complete fire ban still in place for uh, most of New South Wales. Uh, how long is this expected to last, do you think? Well, look, with the cooler weather, we're back to very high here in in the Arana Rural Fire District, uh, and that means, yes, certainly there's no permits today. All permits are suspended. But, look, just at the moment with the volatility, volatility that we've got at the moment, mm-hmm. um, and, and until we get really good rain, and I, I mean more than 5 or 10 uh, mil of rain, we need two or three days of 20 mil of rain on each day to give the, give the, the uh, ground a good soaking and we get some good green vegetation growing again uh, before we get out of this volatile period. Now, Lyndon, uh, something that I think the public need to be reminded of too is actually throwing uh, like cigarette butts out their window as they're driving along the highway because uh, a lot of bushfires actually do start that way. Yeah, um, any anything like that is, is just totally negligent. Uh, you know, I've uh, I've seen it happen, and I guess we've all seen it happen. People throwing cigarettes. They're, they're uh, I don't know what they're thinking when they do it. Uh, all they're going to do is cause uh, a major problem, like we've got out in the, in uh, in the, that Dunny Do area yep. at the moment. Uh, all from somebody just thinking before they do things. Even things like we had. Um, 
we had some of our volunteers uh, go for a drive along the rivers and the camping areas yesterday where the fishermen are at camp. Yeah. And, and, and we found uh, little fires still burning, little oh, campfires geez. still burning. Now, you've got all the water in the world at the river there to get yeah. a bucket and put it out properly. Uh, they're all negligent acts that really, uh, if people get caught doing that, they'll, be, they'll get criminal charges taken against them uh, if they cause a fire. Uh, and it causes damage uh, damage to anybody's property. Mm. It's ridiculous for anybody to, to walk away from a fire when you've got a river there that you can put it out properly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lyndon Wyland from the Irana RFS, thank you so much for joining us today, mate, and uh, hopefully you and everyone that is fighting those fires stay safe. Yeah, thank you for your time. Thanks, Lyndon. Bye. Get up with Jason Jules. Jules, mm. you know what I want to do right now? We were just discussing before 7 o'clock. Yep. How much moving you actually did over the weekend and if you could or could not have come in and helped me paint Look, anyone, the second studio. anyone that has moved, know that it does not take an afternoon unless you're moving like the you're smallest apartment. You're moving from apartment. Friday morning. Midday. Till Sunday. Friday midday. Till Sunday. Yes. Yes. It takes a lot of like moving, like picking, like going to get the stuff, moving it into the house, rearranging the house. It like, doesn't happen in an afternoon, mate. Okay. What kind well, of fantasy world are you living in? Let's call Elliot and let's find out. You'll back me up for you sure. You would not. <laughs> I think I know Elliot, I, even if you did help mate, me. You've known Elliot for six months, known oh, him for two years. Oh, my God. Trust me. Please. <clears throat> let's see what happens here, hey? better anyway. <laughs> hey, babe. Elliot. Morning, he's gone. You're still in bed. No. Oh, it sounded like <laughs> sounds it. Sounds like it. <laughs> you are, aren't you? <laughs> I could be. Is that, because, is that because you're so tired and sore from uh, doing all the work when you're moving over the weekend? It could be part of it, yeah. Elliot, <clears throat> how much did Jules put in over the weekend? Uh, An effort, uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, come on. Give me some kind of credit. You did make my lunch last night. Oh, <laughs> is that all you did? I moved a lot of gear on the weekend, right? <laughs> yeah, just moved it out of her way so she can <laughs> Babe, come on. I I put things in where they were supposed to go, like in the spare room, into our bedroom, oh my God, into that the lounge is not room. Moving. Hey, I had to rearrange the lounge room like a hundred times to see how it's going to fit. And you know, like recliner lounges are really heavy. Yeah, you did do that all. Yeah, that yeah that did happen. Elliot, it may have yeah. taken me all day you, Saturday, but you know. When did you finish moving? It hasn't. <laughs> Exactly. It what? It hasn't. It hasn't we haven't finished. <laughs> okay. Is there any point during the weekend that Jules could have helped me come in and paint the studio? No, probably not. Between between reshuffling the lounge room forty seven times <laughs> and unpacking about nineteen bags of clothes, no, not at all. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. No, no, no. That's okay. Look, like you said, I was busy. Yeah. You were. Too busy I'm to come in and paint. I'm still not convinced. You could have come and painted. Maybe you didn't have to rearrange the, the lounge room 47 times. Surely there's not 47 different ways oh, you can put there, a lounge. There actually is. Um, and I, Jules can find that many ways. <laughs> all of it on top of each other. Also, too, you know, um, we just had to make sure that the TV was working for about eight hours straight. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's so yeah. tired. 
<laughs> Ellie, you sound tired, mate. We're going to let you go back to sleep. <laughs> no, I'm going to go to work soon. <laughs> okay. Thanks, mate. All right. Cheers. Bye. Told you. I told That's you. Not... I was busy. You just admitted to watching the TV for eight hours. Oh, no, that was like a joke. I was just throwing it in there. <laughs> Get up with Jason Jaws. We're joined by Inspector Ben Shepherd from the Rural Fire Service right now. Good morning, mate. Have you slept? Yes, we've got a little bit, but um, look, still a long way to go. But uh, look, I, I'm sure I'm like many from uh, the firefighting fraternity that, that have put in amazing effort o- over the last mm. 24 hours or, or even though over the last few weeks, in fact. Yeah. yeah. Now, it has been a very busy time. I did read that there's about 2,500 volunteers out there fighting the fires. Yeah, look, at the, at the um, I guess the, the heat of it yesterday, there, there were... Um, literally thousands of firefighters, not just on that fire uh, uh, up around uh, that that Dunedoo area, but but right across the state, as we saw mm-hmm. uh, some of the worst conditions that New South Wales has actually ever experienced. Um, they were basically equivalent to those experienced in Victoria on Black Saturday. So mm. it, it was a bad and difficult day. Um, but look, I, well, I can't emphasise enough. Still not out of the woods yet. We've still got yep. a lot of active fires across the state, um, and also the, obviously this this main fire. Um, this and Ivan, the Sir Ivan fire that we're going to have to deal with over the coming days. Now we have seen the uh, the photos from the fire and some video um, footage as well too. There seems to be like a big mushroom cloud that had formed above the fire. Yeah, look, uh, that's basically when when the fire, uh, what we know is goes to to pyrocumulus or pyroconvection, uh, that that creates that huge mushroom cloud or that huge a huge basically storm cell uh, yeah. above the uh, above the fire. Now that is where a fire is it that's most dangerous. We actually had reports of lightning then being created from that actual uh, cloud Jeez. and then starting new fires ahead of the main fire front. So under those kind of conditions, firefighting uh, really falls back into just protecting property where we can, but yeah. also just moving people out of the way because there's nothing that we can really do when a fire starts to behave like that except for just warn. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, uh, just going to evacuations, what sort of areas are being evacuated or have been evacuated? now. Yeah, look, uh, th- those evacuations or, or where we move people out of the head of this fire uh, at, at this stage still stands, and that's mostly uh, basically um, uh, in areas north of the, the Golden Highway yep. um, around that uh, Yarrabri and Leadville area. So that they still stand until such time that we can actually deem uh, the, the fire ground safe because y- there's a lot of power poles that have been burnt uh, through. There's a lot of wires hanging on the ground. Um, we need to assess damage. Uh, we need to assess uh, loss, obviously, um, but they still stand. So the majority of those people are um, out of the actual uh, fire ground at the moment. Okay. Um, but as soon as it's deemed safe, of course, we will allow people to, to return to their homes. But well, look, we must stress as well, it is likely that we have seen uh, a number of homes lost as a result of mm. this fire. In fact, we have had reports also uh, of one of our uh, fellow volunteers losing their home. Oh, oh that's really unfortunate. Now, Ben, uh, for anyone that is travelling, I guess, either through to Newcastle or uh, through to Tamworth, are there any roads closed? Yeah, look, look, there are a number of road closed around all these fire grounds. The best idea is, look, before you travel, just jump on the live traffic website. Just have a bit of a look around. Uh, What we also don't want to see around any of these fire grounds is any sightseers. Um, The last thing we want is, is people just gawking. So please, for your own safety, just 
stay well away. If you don't need to be there, don't be there because there is still the risk of obviously trees that are on fire and falling trees. But jump on that side. But there are major roads um, closed, especially obviously uh, around these fires around the Golden Highway. Um, but look, there are roads also closed around Mudgee um, and further. If you are making your way across the coast, there are some uh, localised road closures as a result of uh, these fires through the Hunter Valley. So just check on that live traffic. And if you can, um, you know, just, just use an alternate route. Don't think that by the time you get there, it may be open yeah. uh, because you may get delayed. Yeah. Well, Inspector Ben Shepherd from the Rural Fire Service, thank you so much for joining us, mate, and giving us all these updates this morning. No problem at all. Get up with Jason Jaws. How's that? The Mac Inn on Saturday night. Oh, yeah? They had, like, this band night, like, live bands. And, Who was on there? Uh, I can't name any of the bands. Okay. But they're all, like, local. And were, oh, local talent? Yeah, they were very good. But um, one of the things I've noticed, uh, when you move to a new town mm. and you meet a lot of people, mm. and, you know, people can remember your name because they're only meeting one of you, but when you're meeting a lot of people... Yeah? You can't remember everyone. Oh, uh, yeah. And so I had my <laughs> first... Awkward incident on Saturday night. What happened? Regarding someone I had met previously. Okay. I, I was sitting down, just enjoying the music, and it was very loud in here, so I blame this as why it got pretty awkward. <laughs> uh, but a guy by the name of Tim came up to me, yep. and he goes, Jason. And I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, yeah. he goes, what's happening, mate? And I was like, uh, just enjoying some music, man. Uh-huh. You? Yeah. And um, he goes, oh, you know, just work, same old sort of stuff. And he had this, like, the way he started, like, speaking to me, I almost was like, I was like, I know this guy. Yeah. Are you, uh, do you do that thing where you kind of, you're waiting for the name to, like, for the, come them to, to me? start talking about a story that you would yes, know about? Yes, that we'd already spoke. Yes, that's yeah. what I was waiting for. And the problem was the music was so loud. There was, like, a rock band on at the time. Right. And so I'm, I'm only catching, like, every second or third word. Yeah. And he said barbecue. Um, uh, he said something, I think, Justine came up, the yeah. name Justine. Okay. Uh, and I was like... Okay, barbecue Justine. So yeah. this is what I put together from that. Justine was our old promotions girl. Yeah. She worked here. When I first moved here, she invited me over for barbecue so I could meet people. Yeah. So I was like, he has to be from that. Yes. And I was like, so then I was just like, I'll wing this. <laughs> then I've got this. And I was like, hey, mate, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. We were chatting and um, <laughs> I still hadn't got his name. How far into the <laughs> conversation were you? Like, give me a time length. Oh, this would be about maybe a minute. Oh, that's maybe a minute. Still... Hey, that's a long time. Nah. It is, we've been speaking for 50 seconds now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a long time. No, it's gone. <laughs> and um, I've obviously got this awkward look on my face, mm. like think of the stories you said that night and stuff like that. I couldn't think of any. Yeah. And eventually he just goes, it's Tim. And I said, <laughs> yeah, I know Tim. And he goes... No, I'm Tim. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. You idiot. Music. Sorry. The music's so loud in my ears, I can't hear you. And he knew exactly what yeah, had happened. Yeah, I'm shaking my head at you right now. Yeah, like, he knew that you forgot about him. I'm sorry, Tim, but, like, I've met a lot of people since I've been here. I, yeah. I, I mean, that's no excuse. I, I do try to remember people's names, you but know I'm not what, great though? at it. 
It's totally okay to lean in on someone and go, I'm so sorry, but I've forgotten your name. Like, it's totally okay to do that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I don't like doing that. I do it all the time. Makes me feel time. more awkward <laughs> than just winging a whole conversation <laughs> with someone. Get up with Jason Jaws. We're joined right now by the Minister of Emergency Services and friend of the show, Mr. Troy Grant. Good morning. Good morning, Jason Jaws. How are you? Busy? Yeah, well, it's been very hectic a uh, few days and nights, there's no doubt about that, but going well and just uh, immensely proud of our thousands of firefighters right across the state, but particularly in our local area over in Dunedoo, just did an amazing job to minimize as much as property as possible, lots of property loss. Yeah, and, um, unfortunately. But no loss of life, Troy, so that's... Yeah, no loss of life, uh, a few serious injuries, but... One of our volunteers, uh, whilst fighting the fires, protecting other people's property, mm-hmm. lost his own home. So that yeah. shows you the extent of the service and also the carnage that can come. Yeah, now definitely. I, I saw you, uh, you were up in a plane on Saturday. Whereabouts were you flying over? Like there was obviously fire in the background. Yeah, no, I flew um, and had an inspection over the Leadville fire yep. uh, in, in its early days. There's been a couple of efforts uh, from the big uh, bombers to lay some retardant down. So we're looking at how effective that was being and, and with the uh, mother nature throwing its worst at us uh, mm-hmm. with the weather changing particularly the winds and the combination of the dry heat and the temperatures it was mm-hmm. uh, a recipe for disaster and, and it certainly caused significant damage yeah now are we confident that um these fires are going to like with the change in temperature particularly today are we confident these fires are going to be taken like made under control well that's certainly uh, what we're hopeful for every effort's been made to contain them at the moment and uh, to get experts in there to see the extent of the damage is the priority for today. Yep. Uh, weather, weather plays the big part. If the, the wind drops off, uh, that will certainly be a big advantage. The drop in temperatures certainly helps, uh, but it will be some days before uh, these fires and many of them up to 92 across the state are under control mm-hmm. and uh, that everyone who has moved out of harm's way can return to their area to see if they have been affected or not or what the extent of damage has been. Now, Troy, there are, have been a lot of fires uh, across New South Wales, but paying in particular attention to the one on the other side of Dunny Do, do we know how that was uh, started? Was it from backburning or was it, you know, someone throwing a cigarette out the window? No, the early indications, it was from a dry lightning strike. Okay. Oh. Uh, so with the weather there, it was just Mother Nature yep. um, doing her worst and, uh, and it's uh, certainly... Nothing that we're un- understanding at the moment was a human right. contribution or a human error. So yeah. it's, it's a, what you know this country unfortunately has to deal with is some of those weather conditions with its uh, type of uh, topography and, and the sort of mother nature and environment that we have. It's, it's susceptible to bushfires, and and this is what we get uh, sometimes. But the, what we faced over the weekend was certainly the worst weather conditions uh, that we've ever faced, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll prepare as best we can be. But we uh, simply have to get people out of the road of some of these fires if they get cracking like they did over the weekend. Yeah, definitely. Well, we did speak to Lyndon from the Arana RFS and uh, Ben from the Castle Ray RFS, who uh, gave us some good, you know, tips and what to do in the event of an emergency um, evacuation and preparing your home as well too, um, if the fires, you know, were, are to be lit around, I guess, our Dubbo and Central West area. Yeah, and it's really important that people take their advice. And look, I'm really stoked with the the messages that we put out, particularly from Friday through Saturday, that the community largely adhered to those, and that's why we've been lucky and, and dodged the loss of life, which mm-hmm. could have so easily happened. Minister of Emergency Services, Troy Grant, uh, we do thank him so much. And, uh, I mean, a lot of property has been lost, um, 
and look, l- luckily no lives yes, at the moment. So we let's do, hope that stays like that. We do have to do a massive shout out. Thank you to um, all of the volunteers that are fire that are fighting the fires uh, across New South Wales. Massive thank you because they are putting their lives on the line to to save houses and property. Mm. Jason Jules waking you up in 2017 on Hit 93.5.